0: here welcome guys we have with us germani we got jay here today bread runner jay bread runner jay and Uh, we got abe as well um this is the this is the second time i've done two people but the first time i did it right one time i did it two people three people two mics this is three people we each got got a a mic mic this time uh this will be awesome uh you guys what are you smoking right now? What are you um, smoking today? Um,
1: just some, just some good Kush. You feel me? Just not crazy, <laughs> not crazy. Ain't no, ain't no dispensary. Hit a local plug. Yeah, well, that's almost I like a say on it. But yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: but that hey, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, no need for a dispensary. Yeah. That's I mean, almost I, like I love to hit them though. The dispensary. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's cool. Like they're just available now. You can just go wherever you please. Yeah, and it's I like the idea of knowing where my butt cups from. Yeah, yeah. But if it's someone you trust. You know, you can feel pretty good about it. True, true. But where do they get it? That's how I always look at it. That's true. Because even if you trust them, like, you know, doesn't matter where you get it from. You can get some crazy shit from anybody. But I feel like we nowadays, like, especially with there being, like, like there is dispensaries now, like, I mean, who the fuck? Who's going to give you, like, the wacky shit? Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's, like, for a real cheap price, and like, you stay away anyway. So, like, I feel like as long as you're, like, an experienced buyer... And you're working with someone that you probably know like it's not going to be fucked up anymore the problem now is uh like i know at least in lowell like the cocaine oh uh, okay okay. that's just crazy some people i know someone like died from like uh like yeah like fentanyl or something uh, was a college party or something something like that i forget uh exactly what the details were but pretty pretty crazy stuff uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's what. Uh, that's a way to start. A little <laughs> morbid. Let me just let me do a little like real like real life intro. Welcome to the Dogcast, everybody. Um, it, we have, we have Jay. We have Abe. And I need you guys to first subscribe. I need you guys to follow on Instagram. Not just me. We got bread runner Jay here too. <laughs> so you gotta follow everybody here. What's your Instagram? You got one? Yeah. It's like Ovo. Abe. Ovo. Yeah. Oh, so you running with Drake type shit okay, <laughs> okay. You know I mean? all right so did you like the album I'm not gonna lie I ain't listened to it yet. yeah i didn't get around to, listen to it. neither yeah, you li- yeah, okay yeah, well that's yeah. okay but th- you're, you're ovo though uh-huh. so just next time next time he has a release you need to be 12 at uh, 12 a.m <laughs> you need to be up for the second it drops let me mm-hmm. give you guys a little insight actually as to what that release was like um 21 and Drake. Are you smoking, by the way? I'm good, no. I'm uh, good. He's, <laughs> not, he's not one of them hosts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I need to be able to focus. I don't think I'd be able to focus. There's no way. But um, yeah, 21 Savage kind of falls in the backseat of that album. It's mostly all Drake. Oh, okay. Which is strange, because it's like, why even do a collab mm. if you're not going to give like, 21 his shine? He had like one song to himself, and every other song, Drake just not washes him, he just like has more lines i don't know you guys listen to a
1: lot of music um i mean right now i've been more on my local artists you know showing love to my my, my brothers that's rapping shout love out to it. cj for me C E six y check it out on uh soundcloud my fault yeah you
2: but can- got
1: you got a lot of tracks um i don't know a lot of it should be here for me for me it might not work for everybody but <laughs> you could definitely find somebody that like in the local area you could support and definitely vibe with their music
0: yeah right i'm right. big on
1: like Getting our market out there, like I feel like Massachusetts is not really stamped on the map like
0: that. It's not musically, at least. Yeah. yeah. How about you? you? Got any local artists you've been listening to? Not
2: uh, so much. Nah, CJ is my dog too. Um, CJ. Hey, yeah, Northside. I Steph. gotta get. I gotta get on CJ. Mm-hmm. CJ gotta get on the podcast.
0: mm mm-hmm. for sure. I'm definitely to Yeah, talent um so what kind of music just like you make rap i assume oh uh, yeah. rap uh, I, I
1: could i guess you can consider some of it a little bit uh r&b
0: and b does he a do little little a little singing does uh, cj yeah, do yeah, a, little yeah, a, a little bit of
1: singing get into his vocals a little <laughs> bit um i mean i don't i, I kind of some of his music for me i call it cloud rap cloud but i don't rap. even know if that's the right genre to be real what that's is that obvious. It's like um, Really m- melodic, I guess
0: uh, I got you I got um, you That's the type of stuff I like So that's yeah. honestly Maybe I should give CJ uh, Not maybe I definitely will give CJ a listen I listen too much of the mainstream shit anyway Like it's a lot of Drake I listen to a lot of 21 A lot of these guys So there's really no need for me I mean they already got What? Millions and millions and millions of People listening to And plus I like to show Like cool shit that I find anyway So uh-huh. if you can find something local That'd be sick You know?
1: get it, a deep song for the podcast
0: for real I actually so the little beat that plays in the beginning I have a beat play like for two seconds in the beginning of the podcast okay. um, that's someone local made that for me for the podcast was it Javanchi in the cut it wasn't was Javanchi in the, the cut okay. I was thinking about asking I was thinking about asking yo Vanchi, give me lid I was thinking about asking <laughs> Vanchi if he wanted to make me something but I was like you know he busy um if I find I was going through his YouTube trying to find like if I like something like really good for the intro. Uh but it's just like it's just not the same. It's Man, not that type of music. Blend, he like, makes like it's his I almost think it's like too good. Oh it needs to be mean, very like chill. So, it's like, like a little yeah. entrance, like you don't wanna have to hear more. That should be the whole thing. Yeah. Because it's just the intro. If I play one of his, like he's got fucking violins and that shit. He's got yeah, like good hi hats. I'm like, yo, bro, like he's gonna make people leave the video. And then like he's <laughs> also at the beginning of all my videos, I'm probably gonna have to hear like it's Vaunchy in the cut. So, like, yeah. and, like, that's sick. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. You'll yeah. be in a, the cut. I don't wanna be in the cut yeah. once we be. Um so what made so you kinda like slid up in one of my stories. We've been talking back and forth, but like what makes you wanna be on the podcast, Jay?
1: Um really just amplifying black voices, like I feel like I got a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a lot of people my age, like being a person of color, don't really take the time to really step out of their shoes and look from a different perspective, like Wow. I'm more on like networking and building like a bigger me like cuz if you want to get big you got to start with yourself like learn the right moves the right way to market yourself like I know I say a lot of it but at the moment like some of my social media it's gonna be coming down soon but <laughs> gotta gotta market yourself properly yeah I recommend every young person get on LinkedIn and build them connections if you don't want to be working that complacent job working that like nine to five at like Target whatever you're working Making 20 bucks an hour, you might think it's big money now. Five years down the line, that's not going to do nothing for you. Right. Like, right. get get into a spot where you can get benefits, job, whatever, whatever it is. Just get up off your ass and work for yourself.
0: All right, Abe, what you think?
2: Uh, do you think he's crazy or are you right there with him? Uh, I mean, I agree for the most part to some extent. <laughs> but, I mean, also... He, he just ain't on LinkedIn yet. Yeah, I'm not on LinkedIn yet. <laughs> I know. I mean, I am. But I don't have a profile picture, so right. I, and I'm not really established, I haven't really made too many connections, but I'm technically on there, but, All right. uh, I mean, me personally, uh, I'm more, like, in the entrepreneur field, so, like, I mean, I agree with him to some extent, like, you should, if you're not stable, like, find something that's stable, you know, but, I mean, me, I'm more about, like, the opportunity, you know, it's like, wondering what's behind that next door, and, like, taking that risk. Right, right, but, uh, so that's
0: why you're here today, it's like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast, you want to come for the ride, you want to come hang out, next thing yeah. you know, you're on a podcast. Because okay. I wasn't going to
2: let you just sit on the sidelines.
0: There's, there's mm-hmm. no way. Um, I am going to be direct to most of the questions at Jay, though. No question. Mm-hmm. No, cap, I'm
2: sorry. Nah,
0: uh, but also, so back to what you were saying, though, Jay. This is very important. At least the very beginning strikes me. Because I know I was looking through my my, my guests. And um, I was like, there's just, like, a lot of white here. And it's just because, like, it's just because I'm white. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to do this. Ex- exactly. I don't like want to do this. It's just, like, you know, the people that hit me up. The people I grew up with, like, I grew I, grew, I live, like, you know, Metford's like, a predominantly white.
1: Predominantly area. Predominantly
0: white. Like, we're in the U.S., which is also it's predominantly, predominantly white. white. And then on top of that, I'm white. And I just run into a lot of white people. Exactly so, right. I had, it felt very whitewashed of a page. I'm just looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Is it my fault? Like, is it just a societal thing? Like,
1: I think it's more on your, your network and your personal network. Like, right, you, the connections, like, you always build just when you like subconsciously it's going to be somebody that relates to you or you can find like something to connect with. You feel me? And me, I like to connect with everybody. Like, right. even if we, we don't even see the same, I could connect with somebody that's racist to be honest. Cause I don't got to have the same perspective of you. Like we don't have to have the same mentality. I kind of, I'm, I don't know how to word it. You feel me? But no,
2: I'm
0: with you. I agree. Like
1: I'm on, um, like, I mean, right now I'm about to give a presentation on freedom of speech. Like, so going use this for an example. Uh, hit me. Uh, like, freedom of speech, I feel like the more our society, like, as we get older, it's more conformed and censored. Like, I can't come out and say whatever I really want to say just because of the fear of being canceled. But I feel like we got to get away from that because people make mistakes. People say the wrong things at all times. Like, it's just about giving them the right knowledge to learn what's right from wrong, what's a- appropriate to say. But, like, the way we go about it nowadays, I don't think is right. Like... But to bring me back to what I was originally saying, like, I feel like you having more of a, like, white market or what your podcast has nothing to do with how you feel or how you think, like, like, how you want to operate. It's more of a subconscious thing. Like, I connect with a lot of black people just because I'm black myself. Like, I connect with a lot of people of color because that's, like, my crowd. Yeah. But I have no problem going out of my way to connect with somebody that's not the same color as me, doesn't come from the same environment as me, because that's what it really matters. Like, at the end of the day, if you want to do something with your life. You got to build those connections, even if it's uncomfortable at first. Like, get out your box.
0: Conversation's power in a lot of ways. If you hear something different, it can really kind of, like, throw you for a loop sometimes, but that's good. Like, you don't want to, because I feel like I, I hang out with the same 20 people all the time, and, you know, we're all just kids my age that went to the same school pretty much got similar grades, with we're all at the same school. So we're all probably in the same academic standing at all of our high schools, and we all end up in the same place. And we, I feel like we vary a lot because I know these people so well. And, like, I know I'm not exactly like them. But in the grand scheme, we are so similar. It's, like, why, what value am I even gaining from someone? Not value, obviously. Like, they're my friends. I love them. Nah, I but, think, like, what am I going to learn from these people if they're just like me? We've had the same experience. I mean, I think with every friendship,
1: come, there has to be, a, like, certain value of it. Like, I can't be friends with somebody if I'm not gaining any benefit to it and the same i think the same for people that are friends with me like you shouldn't be friends with me if there's no benefit to it if you're if you're not getting any knowledge like if i'm not helping you find the crucial steps to like financial wealth or just sharing like insightful things like you shouldn't be friends with somebody like that or even think about yourself like if you if you're kind of complacent where you're at at life you need to reevaluate
0: your life like there's always there's always more to life Complacency is very dangerous. Exactly. Um, with the, with a lot of this being said, let's talk about um, let's talk about Kyrie Irving. What happened with Kyrie? So details. I put the basic. I'm, I'm just gonna lay out the basic details for anybody that doesn't know or only reads headlines. I'll I'll, I'll say what actually happened. So Kyrie puts out on his social uh, link to the book. I think documentary book. Yeah, it was a documentary. Um, documentary yeah, was... about um, basically what BHI like Black Hebrew is. Um, yeah, the original religion. Jews. I guess. Yeah, the original Jews. It's the idea, it's the concept that like, black people, are Jewish, and a lot of the things in the documentary are talking about that Jewish people today are hiding black people's history, and like even some things in the documentary say that the Holocaust suggests the Holocaust never happened, and uh, Kyrie posts this on his story, and now he's been suspended five days because the the league asked him to apologize. And he gave kind of a half-assed apology, kind of working around the world, around the words that they wanted him to say. And now he's been suspended five games without pay. And we don't know. It's indefinite. So he might continue. Uh, But he did then after put out a a well-worded apology, three paragraphs about on his Instagram. Now that we have the details out there, what were your thoughts on that?
1: Um, Honestly, I don't agree with it. Um, I kind of stand with Kyrie. 'Cause he did come out and say he doesn't agree with everything in the documentary and the book. Right. Um, but I stand with him in the sense of like, why should he have to conform to society's norms? Like why do you why am I not allowed to put out what I want to put out if I'm not he didn't say anything anti Semitic. All he did was put out a documentary and a book that you can go find on Amazon.
0: That's the thing it's on Amazon. How
1: how did Jeff Bezos not get any backlash for even selling or promoting that book in a sense of putting it on his uh like uh what's the word yeah it's platform um and what about the creator of the book nobody's coming at him for even making it or the documentary um it just doesn't make sense to me it's more of like I feel like they try to limit black minds and keep them like to a certain area they don't want us to it feels like a lot of times and by they I mean you know those secret shadow governments whatever yeah but they don't really want us to know like what we're supposed to know um i mean i didn't read the documentary or i'm sorry watch the documentary read the book so i don't even know what what was in there honestly so i can't even say i completely agree with like promoting the book but at the end of the day he's his own man like who are you to basically say what he can and can't do with his his platform and i feel like it's like limiting his freedom of speech like Mm -hmm. we're in america that's like our first amendment like you can say what you want like do what you want as as long as you're not a hateful person or inciting violence like among people and i don't think that incited any violence or anything so
0: so that's kind of where the issue lies i think because i agree with you by the way i am going to take other perspectives so like we can have like a little bit of like momentum because otherwise me and you would just be like yep so yeah um it seems like when you have a platform that size, same thing happened with Kanye, when you have a platform of that size, they feel like promoting this type of ideology could make other people become violent. And, like, they would be, or it might steer other people's direction. If I feel this way, me, if I, like, feel like, if I'm racist, it doesn't matter. Unless, if I'm not planning to commit violence, but I'm racist, it doesn't matter because no one's listening to me. But, like, people listen to Kanye. People listen to Kyrie Irving. So, like, even just having these ideas could lead to someone, maybe they watch a the documentary, then they think everything in it is true, and then they're, like, they're hateful t- against Jewish people, and maybe uh, Jewish people then get, like, maybe someone, like, goes out to hurt one, whatever. So, that's the idea, but it's, like, that degree, that's why it's so different with celebrities, like, yeah. that, that two steps away from, uh, from the violence. Like, they didn't necessarily incite it, but they didn't do anything to stop it either. But is that their obligation? Like are they? uh, Like are they? Do they need to be that way? Just because we want them to be that way?
1: Um, I don't. I don't think so. Honestly, I think. I think the fault lies within the people that listen and run with that narrative, or like. Just follow blindly without taking the time to knowledge up on what they're following. You feel me? So, like, if it was like, let's say, like, we'll use Hitler for example. The people that Hitler, he just. Speaking on what what's in his mind, that doesn't mean it's it's right. It could be, it could definitely be wrong. Like yeah, for sure it was wrong. We see it. Yeah. Like now, it, for sure, what he was spitting was some wrong shit.
0: But like <laughs> what he was spitting, hey, you heard it here first. But what, yeah, what Hitler was spitting was some wrong shit. No cap, but right. Like, for him to be
1: like the only one persecuted, should also be the people that were persecuted. A lot of the people that stood with Hitler in those crimes, like they fleet other countries and be straight. A lot of them came over here. A lot of racist Nazis came over here and they're fine. Like nothing really happened to them. Like, but all the fault lies within Hitler just cause he had the platform. But at a point, Hitler didn't have the platform. The platform built was built around him. And I don't, I don't think you see that with Kanye or um, Kyrie. Like you don't see a hateful platform behind them. It's just people that want to actually gain knowledge. And the platform that's behind them is the black community like confused why i mean kanye for sure him his sponsors getting pulled was most definitely understandable kyrie i don't think it
0: makes sense but like so why so what was the difference with with, with what kanye went through and what um i feel like kanye he says
1: like he's clearly i wouldn't say cuz i don't know i'm no psychiatrist or yeah. whatever a doctor um i don't know if he's clearly suffering from something mental but there's clearly a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that like yeah. we're not aware of Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of things he says could be very blunt, and could be taken, like repulsively, by his audience. So I think um, what he has to do better is the way he puts out what he says, and kind of put a more professional aspect to it. Because I understand Kanye, like he's always been like that. He doesn't want to conform to the media and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not even just conforming to the media. It's about like leaving, leaving, leaving that role model for your people
0: yeah like the message he's trying to say in a lot of these things like say it's um like he 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 tweets out i'm going defcon 3 and all the jews dude like that's stupid yeah that's, that doesn't sound good that's violent. it's violent yeah. it's it's bad and um then i watched so i i didn't want to just shut it off though i didn't want to shut him out though because i wanted to hear so i listened to his drink champs um podcast and then his lex friedman podcast after and in both, he comes to a couple realizations. He still says some things a little crass. He says, like, it comes from a place of jealousy of Jewish people. And, like, he kind of comes to that realization. He says, like, I take back the tweet. I wish I didn't say it. He's like, it was a late night tweet. And I'm like, you're too... He's too big to do that. He's not... Like, you can't just, like, make those that type of mistake and have there be no repercussions. And also, all these companies that are dropping him, he has to assume that's going to happen because... They're private. Like these yeah. are these companies can do whatever the hell they want. Like it's not their obligation to hold them, e- even if it is just because of difference of beliefs. That might, you know, might kind of wake us up to the fact of like, oh, if you don't believe the way these people do, like you might get dropped. Yeah. Which is a little weird in its own sense. Same thing with Kyrie. Like Nike suspended his his, um, his, uh, drop sho- coming his shoes up. out. The yeah. shoes gone. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie, it's not not gonna happen. And um, you know the team, with the, the that's Nike. And the team, the Nets, that's technically private. Like, they can suspend him as long as they want. In a lot of ways, like I don't, I don't even know if I have issue with that, because again, it's their decision. Just like how Kyrie has his decisions, and I respect those. And they didn't like it, so they suspend him. But um, I just don't like the idea of like they can do that, but I don't like the idea of not liking what you're hearing, and then trying to make someone change who they are because exactly. you don't like it. But at what point is it too much?
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's so much gray area.
2: It's a lot of nuance. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, like, it's hard to know when it's too much, like, being said. Like, it's... Because in some... Like, that's the thing with hate speech. Not, like... There's a lot of gray areas with hate speech, you feel me? Because anybody could take offense to it. But you might not have been trying to offend somebody when you said it. Like, it's a hard thing to spot and really understand, like... I think it really falls on the audience and the person speaking.
0: Yeah, it like, depends who's listening. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like with uh the, like the these brands that drop Kanye, right? He goes years later, years prior, you know, slavery was is a choice. Yeah. No one dropped No him. one dropped him. But na- because to them they're like all right, well like you know that you hear him out. I guess what he was saying when he said that text so like this is what happens with Kanye. He just said something, something to stir it. Which, because, like, otherwise, I don't know if anybody would listen if he's not, like, stirring stern the pot, yeah. So it's kind of like a catch-22, because, like, either you're not going to get hurt or you're going to get hurt and hated. So it kind of sucks. But he says slavery was a choice. What he meant was, like, modern slavery. Like, the way that we, like, the term nowadays, of not so much with, like, what's going on, like, the sweatshops in China, but more, like, if you're, kind of what he's talking about now, like, if you're a slave to the game, or like, exactly.
1: to society, conforming, to, conforming to
0: society, you're a slave, like, that's a choice, in his opinion. So that's what he was saying, but obviously the wording was ridiculous. Yeah. And um, but no company drops him, and then the, he says this thing about the Jewish people because these people a lot, you know, not all, but some of them are Jewish. They're gonna yeah. hear it, and then they want them gone because that that's hate speech to them. And who are we to tell them like, yeah, what what hurts them? So it's it's just it's so hard to like. There's no defined like, rules. Yeah. To this shit, it's just um, you know, that's why like I think. If you can just spread, like, a positive like a positive and, like, a loving narrative, then you can't be touched. Like, if you're, like, I just want to hear from everybody, I want to hear all these perspectives, instead of saying, I'm going to Def Con 3 and all the Jews, like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You can't say that, Kanye West.
1: But, like, the thing is... It's gangster. Dude. I, even Even, yeah. like, in terms of that, it's just, like... Somebody of color can't even say that. You feel me the same way Kanye was able to say slavery was a choice. Had it been a white man, that man would have lost all of his sponsorships and things like that. Like true. Like that's that's what I hate about society. Like there is no real freedom of speech for any race or any person. Like there's certain things each each group can't say or whatever. Even if they're not using the term to offend nobody, somebody can take offense to it. So it's like that's why I feel like every day you know we get censored more. More, and like, that's
0: why, like, a world where, like, you can kind of just, because, you know, Kanye tweets that out. He gets suspended from Twitter, suspended from Instagram. Like, I don't think shutting somebody up is the answer. It isn't at all. Because then I heard him talking on these on these podcasts, and he literally, like, throughout the few hours, like, comes to realizations within it. Like, he's like, oh, well, maybe, he's like, you know, I'm kind of thinking, I remember him saying, like, this exact thing. I remember, I'm thinking about this right now, but maybe it's coming from a place of jealousy. You want to know why? Because he's the drink champs. People they push back a little bit towards the middle end of the podcast. they like, which also got yanked from YouTube. Um, but you, he, they pushed back on him like, hey, like you can't say that. We're all love. We love Jewish people. We love Jewish people. We love people. We're all human. And He was like, all right. Well, maybe it's from a place of jealousy. Like they were able to band together and rise, and like they have such power. But like when when he was saying it, it was like when a black man has power, it's just him. Him,
1: yeah. And I get where he's coming from because. I see that myself, like, being a person of color. You see, you could see, like, somebody you know go up, and it's really only him going up. He's Even if you're not asking him for, like, you know, currency, money, whatever, This like, not asking from his plate, he's not going to get you at the table to make your own plate. Right, you know? like, right. And I, that's, that's like, the point in Kanye, what he was saying, and his mad rambling that I understood, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way he went about it, like, it was very, like, Hateful. Like, I can't disagree with that. Like, mm-hmm. he, he persecuted a group. Like, but that's not what his intentions were. It's just about finding, like, the right things. To, like, Kanye definitely needs somebody to be <laughs> rereading his tweets and <laughs> watching the statements before he say them, like...
0: Just, like, figuring it out with him. Like, I feel like because, like, what he wants to say isn't that. Well, it's going to come across the wrong way. Yeah. And he don't want that either. Like, he don't want that to happen just like how, you know what I mean? Like, he don't want that. So, for his sake... I want him to say if the, if he meant that, then it's one thing like he means that like now he's got you know I don't know what you do from that point on though, like what do you do? say like someone goes on Twitter and starts spewing some like racism like openly, but like doesn't say like inc- inciting violence, just thinks like say it's oh, let's just do it like uh, odd example for fun, let's say like a black person goes out there, let's say like let's say Kyrie Irving wakes up tomorrow goes on twitter and just says i think black people are the superior race like then what do you do i mean do we like can you can you suspend him then do you suspend him then or no? Or is it still no,
1: f- exactly and who who is he really like like that's oh, i think it's okay for him to have that thought like it's okay for a white man to feel like he has a superior race but at the end of the day that doesn't make it a factual statement it's just it's he's just living he he's living his own truth you feel me that's how i look at it everybody lives their own truth like
0: that's
2: crazy i like,
1: wake up every day in the mirror. It might not be hundred percent factual, but I look in the mirror. I tell myself, "Yo, I'm the most well, per- like, put together person I know. Yeah, I'm, like <laughs> like, I'm like that. Like, I'm really him. Like, I'm the most handsome person I know. It might not be factual, or whatever. No, that's
2: all true. But it's, it's all true.
1: living your own truth. Like
0: most handsome person I know too, bro. <laughs>
1: nah, nah. Like, <laughs> come on, it's living your own truth, realistically. Like that's what it is.
0: Like you know, you know, it's funny actually. Before you came on, um, I I go through like a couple just like, just to kind of get my brain going. I'll like think. Little thought experiments before my podcast like what I look up like what's the meaning of life, things like that, those deep questions, one of them was um, what is like the role of ego in your life, and like is it a good or bad thing to have like an ego um,
1: first i I watch the podcast on the meaning of life, so i have a some people ha- think life has meaning, my perspective on it on it is life really has no meaning mm. except uh just living. But, like, my religious beliefs make me feel like the purpose of life is to live, like, pure love, show love, to get to a better place in your afterlife. Right. But, um, like, it's weird, like, how I think, you know. But I like to think of things from, like like I said, a lot of different perspectives. Let's so, stay
0: on that, then. Let's stay on the meaning of life for a second. So, because what I think of, I, I had this, like, epiphany like a couple days ago. I'm meaning to bring it up on a podcast. So, I think of it religiously like the whole idea is like you're good and then it'll go like it transfers to you in the afterlife like whatever you do now it's like it's good it's true in all religions in different terms like karma in like buddhist but like in christianity it's like you go to heaven or hell so for me I think of it as like the present moment is your is your like is present it's now the afterlife is whatever's after so the future Mm hmm in a lot of ways, I think of it like your future is because I think when you die, you die. Yeah. I think you're gone. But what are you going to make your afterlife after right now? is uh, If you are a good person in every moment, you're creating a heaven for yourself ahead. Mm-hmm. Like you will be living in heaven. And at the end, when you're like retired and you're 65 years old, you have all these kids and they're all good people and yep. they're all living a good life and you lived a good life and you still have. Twenty years ahead of you, and you're living in heaven because you were a good person. That is your afterlife, in a way. Yeah. To the to your prior self that was making all those good decisions, all those good moves like you right now on this podcast. <laughs> you know? um, so that's kind of just something I was thinking about. Like it's not so much what what's, what's going to come after, or the meaning of life in that sense. You have this life. Obviously, it impacts you. We've all cried. Yeah. You know, we've all laughed. We've all felt like exhilaration. We've all been on roller coasters. You know. So obviously it impacts you. So it's the meaning of your personal well being. So you're trying to just lay f- lay forth a good path for yourself to the afterlife, your future. Um,
1: crazy. It is pretty crazy to think about because there's so many ways you can look at it. Like millions. All right, I'm gonna step out of my shoes and my go, religious beliefs for a second. Go for it. Um There's a lot of ways to look at it, like even the sense of good and bad, um, like what is really good and what is really bad because that's all the con- construct of man. Like, it's not a real thing. The same with time. Like, time is not a real thing. There's no such thing as, like, I mean, there's such thing as years but if you think deeply enough about it, it's like one man came up with the idea and let that, like, a lot of people followed it. That's how I look at it. Like, mm-hmm. even our modern day calendars, it's not, like, there's some countries, like, that are 10 years behind compared to our calendars. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, um, It it brings me back to the meaning of life, like, in the sense of good and bad. Like, I feel like life is pointless to an extent just because when you do things for religious beliefs and, you know, you're doing that good, are you really doing it to be a good person or to promise yourself a good afterlife? Like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if there wasn't things like religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. we would really find out who would be a naturally good person and who would be just living for themselves. Like, you would really find out who's here to help you and who's here to like isn't because i feel like people do things subconsciously because they want to get to a better place in the future or in their afterlife like i can't say that i don't do good things because i hope it'll benefit me in the future like
0: yeah i mean the level of selfishness is involved you know yeah like with any decision um what's your thoughts this is a very Mm -hmm. important question so what are your thoughts on this
2: do you got any on what the meaning of life life, to you I mean, I definitely think that there is some uh, meaning of life in a sense. I mean, but at the end of the day, it also is just like not me, like, doesn't have meaning, if you know what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> <You> know <what laughs> I mean. He's
1: really high right now. But, <laughs> Yeah, uh, cause like. Let me hear it, let me hear it. Keep
2: going, bro. You got this. Now, nah, what I'm basically saying is like, at the end of the day, like, feel me, there may be afterlife, but I mean, everyone's kind of going through similar things, and like. It's really just about you, like, being able to figure out how to get through it, you know. But, I mean, I also do believe that, like, you know, everyone has their own talents that they're born with, and, you know, using that and elevating that would probably be what your purpose is, because that's why you have it. You wouldn't have it for no reason, you know.
0: That's a good point.
2: So, that's what I mean when, you know, like, there's purpose, because, like, you have a gift. Everyone has something. But also, at the end of the day, life is somewhat meaningless in the short, because everyone has a gift, and everyone's doing the same thing. So, it's a collective of the same thing.
0: So, do you feel like... Well, first, do you feel like you found your thing, like your gift? Uh,
2: in a sense, yeah. I think I. I mean, I think for me, it's just my uh, purpose is just to help people, in any way as I can. But I mean, the, the main way I'm facilitating that right now is um I'm a life insurance broker, and with that, I have the ability, you know, help people set up tax-free retirement plans and you know set up generational wealth and just educate them on like how they can use their financials to benefit them in the future and, like, really just financial understanding and uh, wisdom, I guess. Right, right.
0: That's That's very, very important. More important than probably anything I do. I feel like when I say, a lot of people be like, I'm here to help people. And then, like, like, you actually are legitimately helping people. Mm-hmm. Like, on a day-to-day basis, like, that's what you do. That's your job. Yeah. And whereas, like, some people, like, won't make that their livelihood. They'll be like, oh, I'm here to help you. I'm like, how? they like, well, my sister called me last week, and I picked her up at the bar. I'm like, yeah, well, no fucking shit. Like, I hope so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, right.
0: That's not helping people. You need right. to help people. Well, wait, Financially. Um, not kicking them money, but teaching them. You know, it's like the whole idea of like you can lead a horse oh, to water, but you can't, can't force it to yeah, drink. Exactly. Um. So teach a man a fish, but it's up it, time it, to catch it or something. Yeah, like that. it's like uh, what is it? You give a man a fish, fish eats oh, for a day. You, you give mm-hmm. him a rod, exactly. he eats for life. So you're actually like helping these people like on a life. That's very important that you found that about yourself. Found a yeah. job that aligns with that. Probably do you feel fulfilled in a lot of ways like when you do these mm-hmm. things? Yeah, for sure. Cause you know that's fucking awesome.
1: That's so awesome. I got a question for you, Abe like when you do like take your purpose in life and turn it into a career or um something you got to like do with working do you feel like you lose that sense of passion like do you think you still want to do this in 10 20 years even if you have seen already the financial benefit from it like let's say you end up being a millionaire do you think you'll still continue to help people just because you want to help people in the sense of like helping them with policies or do you think you'll find another way of helping them
0: be honest. There's no there's just mm-hmm. if it is like a selfish answer. It's not a bad thing. No, nah, yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, I feel like I definitely just keep doing this because I really I do get like a pleasure from helping people, and like I don't know. I feel like I kind of get it from my mom like she's always been like a giving person. Like I've always been around her, so kind of rubbed off on me. And like What's your mom's name? Uh, he what? Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> he did My mom. For sure. Um, but um, she was very like. Giving as well, she's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just naturally where I get it. But um, yeah, I don't know. When you help people, like I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but like I just get like a crazy like feeling after like of a good feeling, like just flows it's true. through you. No it's true, especially true. when you help him through some tough shit. No mm-hmm. cap. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, Abe's my boy. There's been times I've been down bad. Abe helped me, and I know he'd be feeling like blessed off of it. No cap.
0: <laughs> no, he helps. He helps you, and then you're like, you're welcome. Yeah, no yeah. cap. Like, he, <laughs> he's so welcome.
1: I, that's how. That's how I'm about to start saying. I, I know you love this. This is your, uh, your your return. Yeah, for we, real.
0: Yeah. So, um, so Jay, what's your purpose? Do you feel like you found it?
1: Um, I mean, I guess my purpose. Or my talent would be my voice, and using that voice to amplify the voices around me—the ones that like don't. Like you want mean to be the heard. deepness of it? I'm kidding. I mean, not even, that's just, I, I, that's I just the a talent. That's just yeah, to a certain extent, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, even being on the podcast, like,
0: right.
1: I feel like I'm the person that'll take initiative for the people that want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not famous or anything now. My plan isn't to be famous, but my plan is to be heard. Like, I want my wow. voice to be heard to for millions. If it's not advocating for something, I like might align with but it's I want to advocate for something that's for the benefit of like my people the people I know the people I've been around the people I've had exchanges with like I want to advocate for something that really gives benefit to all so I want to make sure my voice is heard by like millions
0: yeah you don't necessarily need to be selling a bunch of bread runner J but if it's like for like the good of the people you're very content with that being what you do. And I feel like that kind of does definitely align with, like, the way you're moving right now. It's a lot of, like, you're just trying to build a connection. Like, there is a lot of people that probably had similar interests to you in doing this podcast that would never, like, feel the need to do it or reach out. Or if I reach out back, like, they never would pursue it. Like, you're here right now. That's very, that's, like, it's a lot to do.
1: Even on that, like, If I couldn't have been here today, if it wasn't for my boy, Abe, to be real, like, (laughs) like, he helped me in that sense, like, took the time out of his day, made sure I got here, like, did what we had to do. Mm. But, um, like, that's how I like, look at it. Some people would have been like, felt like they didn't need to take that step and put their voice out there. Even if I feel like what I have to say doesn't matter, like, I'm gonna still advocate or speak up on something that I feel like I'm knowledgeable on, just make sure I'm heard.
0: Just a voice of the people. No cop. That's fire. I feel like um, my personal purpose probably comes from, I feel like I have a uh, a talent for, I, I can talk to anybody, like yeah. anybody, and I just like have translated that into a podcast. Like, I I always felt like, no matter who had got in my car, or like if I, because I, I always did the drives, I don't smoke, I don't drink, mm-hmm. so I always like was driving, always like DD, I always pick up people, I pick up them and their friends. Or whatever scenario, I'm always available to help people. I like helping people too. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't say it's my purpose, but I like mm-hmm. to do it. But um, I uh, I pick people up and like they'll be in like I think when I first met you. I picked you up. I don't even know if you remember that. Um, you were with I think Tevin. So Tevin. You were with Tevin. I forget what he was going to do. or something. I don't even like. know. Or you might have drove us home
1: like after I think the I did. Yeah. I did.
0: So like that's just what I. That's that's a very common like way for me to meet people. And I felt like in those conversations like. I just leave myself. It's a good first impression. I like to leave. I like to learn something from people, and I think a lot of people put up like a little bit of like a face of like who they who they are, just so that they don't have to like deal with people all the time. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. I do the same thing. I walk through my classes like, like like I'm not the jolliest guy. I'm like the happiest dude alive. But once you break that initial wall down with people, you break. You get you. You're vulnerable yourself. And I think that's what I've mastered, like just being able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. It's like you can learn so much from one person, even someone that like doesn't isn't necessarily successful. Everyone's made the same amount of successes and failures in their own world. And you just gotta find out what it is. Like maybe someone you don't, like I say I meet someone in, in college right now and in high school, they were a bad shooter in, in ball in like their freshman year. By the time they were a senior, they were the best shooter on the team. I would never know that just by looking at them, or even by talking to them for a couple seconds. But you get talking to, talk to them enough, like, oh, you, wait, you you got that good at something over time? How'd you do that? He's like, oh, hard work. I was in the gym for twelve hours a day. It's like you have that type of determination. That's inspiring. I learned right. how to. I learned to be a little more determined that day. And um, I just think that me seeing the value in conversation, on top of being able to do it, is like a beautiful combination. I'd like to think that is my purpose. At least it is for now. Until till this podcast is over. And then I do something else in my life. We'll see what that ends up being. Um, you guys are episode 80, by the way. Wow. This is the 80th episode. Damn. That's, that's a cool number. No it's one of my favorite numbers. Eight is and five. it? Eight and five? Yeah. You play any football? Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Were you a shooter? Yeah. I wasn't. I <laughs> guys, I'm, better, I'm better than him. You're yeah. better than him? I'm better than He's him. Lying. I'm better than both of you. No, so. <laughs> nah, it's because, yeah. hey, I played. But I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there was nice. So, right. What shit are you? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was okay. I was okay. Did you play in high school? Yeah, a little bit. Word, word, word. I remember I, I play center. I was like, yeah. I'm this big playing center. It was yeah. funny because we had Tev on our team. team. Yeah. So, so yeah. I was I was starting over with Tev, and I was like, yo, you guys. I, go to, I went to the coach, like, multiple times. I was like, yo, you guys are. Uh, Tevin's 6'6", six, six, about two hundred and eighty five fucking pounds. Can you start him please? Literally. It looks weird putting me out there over it looks like a race thing. We need to <laughs> this needs to stop now. And they were like, No, nah, we like him off the bench. I'm like I'm like, I think I like us winning, but whatever yeah. whatever you say. Um, nah, Tev was a beast. It was always funny going up against him in practice. I'm one center, he's the other one. We we couldn't be we couldn't look any more different. Um, another person I wanna have on soon. He's really funny. One of yeah, the funniest yeah. people I know, but uh, so you were saying you've been saying before we started like about like Europe. Yeah. Um, so what's that about?
1: Europe. Um, it's a program about closing the opportunity divide and taking young adults and putting them in careers that they wouldn't be able to attain without going through like networking and certain um, like you just gotta have certain connections. Um, shout out to Gerald, the founder. I actually met him and I've spoken to him a lot about some of my business aspects in the future that I want to or business businesses I want to have in the future but uh, that's really what it's about and they teach you a lot of things like networking um, a lot of soft skills there's some actual certifications you could get with the program me personally I'm trying to get into business operations so I'm learning how to be a project manager mm. I might go back to school unless I could pick up a career straight up off this internship and let them pay for my school but, yeah um,
0: That'd be sick. That'd be really, that'd be ideal. So what are these, uh, without giving away the keys to the castle, what are the, what are these businesses you got in your mind?
1: Uh, I do want to do a clothing brand, but I want to do it differently how everybody does it. I'm going to find a way to connect it to my community and other artists without actually having, like, all my designs out, if you get what I'm saying. I want to branch out, even branch out to schools and find a way to reach out to the youth and give them the opportunity to do something in that regard because, I know I've always liked the art shit, like drawing. I used to do mm. shoe customs, like made some posters in my room, things Can like that. Can you draw? Um, a little bit. I wanna say I'm the best, but Yeah. Yeah.
0: A yeah, little bit. That. That's kinda um, sick. That's a really cool business idea.
1: Yeah, and I just wanna find a way to like branch the youth in and give them like the opportunity. Like how many kids like want to make something be a fashion designer and they get told they can't or don't get that o- opportunity to so I want to be the person that gives them that opportunity
0: yeah hey, even just going to schools and just being like hey like let me make you like a like a custom shirt for your school but we're gonna work I'm, I want to work with your students uh-huh. and then like they they do like a thing they show tell all the students like hey like this is the guy they'll show you you know because I feel like a lot of people like if I heard in the in the morning announcements and they were like we need five designers uh that wanted the aspiring designers that want to come to the principal's office i don't think i'd go down there but if like there was like an assembly yeah and you showed up and you had the mic and you're like with with that voice you know and you're just like yo i just need like some designers and shit and like (laughs) y'all trying to pull up like we can make a cool design and then like it would be something like a little more accessible than like some 36 year old like sub teacher on the PA being like, if we need like three designers, I think you could really like get people to want to do that. Um, Especially some kids that like might be too cool for it. Yeah, You're a cool guy. So you just go up there with like, it's like natural, like who you are. And like, they might like want to gravitate towards it.
1: Even speaking on that, like, I don't know if any high school is going to be watching this or whatever. You're not too cool to do anything. Like stop, stop living in a high school mentality. A lot of people bring that to college whatever, bro. Get what who you want to get, do what you want to do, cause none of that shit matters in the adult life. Like, At all. nobody really knows your business unless you tell them.
0: You know, nothing is like no one really gives a fuck. Like, literally, like, <laughs> no people, one has ever cared. What I I'm feel doing. like
1: the good thing about high school is it's a community. Like, you build those bonds. You'll never get like another high school opportunity like mm-hmm. to meet people like that. Even in college, it's different. Like, it's not as close. Exactly. Like, you really you see them people like almost. Every day, like, what is it, like 180 days or something like that out of you school? Have four,
0: you have four years, Yeah, like days.
1: Every, every year, and some of the people you've known through middle school, elementary school, like...
0: Then, like, your teams, like, if you're on a team with someone, like, I saw fucking these people, <laughs> like, way too much, way too much, let me like go to eat after, fucking, it's way too much.
1: Literally, I, I think about that all the time, like, when I play football, like, bro, I met so many different people, and... Like, I connected with them on so many different levels. And half of them, I don't even know right now. Mm-hmm. If I could go back, I'd connect with everybody. I'd be on LinkedIn. Like, Shit. enforcing that. Like, yo, like, I want to get back to know you, like, in 10 years, whatever. Whatever you're on, like, let's work together. Like, I feel like that's that's what we got to get to as a society. Everybody working together to elevate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like, especially in Massachusetts, you don't really see that like that. Like, you can go to other states, and everybody in the community is, like, Making sure everybody's put on, but you don't see that in Massachusetts.
0: Especially, I feel like where we're from. I feel like I don't know anybody that's like in Medford that's like, we put you on. Like, I, it, it's not even. It seems like almost weird to say. Like, no one in Medford does nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. really. I mean, there's some people that do like little things, like the starting. I feel like it kind of like we're we're a pretty good like group of youth that are like trying to do something. Like, I feel like I'm trying to do something with what I do. You know, I got enough. Got eighty episodes now, but. Fifty of them are Medford people. Just let, just a little community thing. It's a local thing in a lot of ways. Like I feel like most people have heard about or have had someone like a friend of theirs on the podcast. So I'm doing something locally, at least like making us a like little closer, bit closer. Yeah, bringing the community but together. The pe- like we don't fucking like each other. Like <laughs> see what the problem is. Like, I don't know what everyone's deal is. It's like I see I'll see like Medford people. A lot of people go to UMass Lowell. I sit next to someone. I'm not gonna name names. I sit next to someone in my class that I knew all high school, all middle school, all elementary I saw someone next to someone in this year's class, I haven't said anything to them. They haven't said anything to me either. And it's like this like culture, I think, that's just like, that's our past, like this is Literally, now. Like, Which is like, I don't think you need to do that.
1: And I, f- I feel like people don't value the past as much as they used to, or the, the past within themselves, like their, their past, like, I feel like it's good to always remember that your experiences are different from any other person's experience. you even having a sibling. Like, right. your sibling will never have the same experience as you because they're not you. Like, nobody's gonna... Somebody could share, like, similar, like, things that that's happened or, like, some similar situations, but nobody has the same life experience as you. So I feel like it's always good to, like, go back and reconnect with those people that, like, you had some those experiences with and share new experiences and learn from what they might have fucked up at and they could learn what you fucked up at and y'all could come together and be successful or even give, like, another person the keys to success if you have them.
0: Mm-hmm. I've, made, uh, I've made my life off of not making other people's mistakes. That's, like, I feel like I hear someone will do something, and then I just, like, don't do it. Whereas other people need to make the mistake to, like, <laughs> yeah. to, to not to not have it happen. And I get that. But I feel like... Even my decision to not drink, not saying it's a mistake. Some people need a nice beverage every once in a while. I completely understand. I feel like everyone should drink. Like, yeah. if I were to say, like, everyone or no one, I'd say everyone. Um, same thing with smoking. But I know my dad, like, he, he, he's good now. Been so for like, 30 years. But he told me all his stories about when he was, like, younger. And, like, he had to go to AA and, like, all the shit that happened. And I'm half him. So in my mind, I'm like, there's a chance that this could yeah, fuck like- with me. Like, it fucked with him, you know, like, bad. And not that it scared me out of doing it. It's just like I just kind of started living. Plus, my role model is my dad. And, like, I see him, and he never drank, and he's the best. So it was never associated with being cool in the first place. And then on top of that, I knew that the bad parts of his life were directly correlated. So if I'm half him, if he's my hero and he doesn't drink, I don't need to. And then that's kind of just the way I grew up. And then once that time of my life came around, I was like, you know what? If I can get by, if I I don't want to be like isolated from my friends or anything. If I have my friends and I'm happy, then I don't need to drink.
1: Exactly. And
0: until the day I'm not happy, <laughs> I'm not gonna drink. So I don't think I ever will, honestly, because I'm just a happy dude. And that's yeah.
1: also like plays into having the right people around you. Like, fact. I mean. If you're my friend i probably peer pressured you to do some shit just because i want you to have like a different experience like i've i've had a lot of fun i've done some drugs i'm not gonna say whichever one yeah no needles though and nothing in my nose or whatever Yeah, like right, that. right, right, right. but um i think it's always like good to just experience different things but like even the family history plays into it like if you know your family has like bad history with certain things then you shouldn't because it genetically could come down to that it's just
0: like you know it's like playing the odds like why am i playing the odds exactly like 50, like, 50 50 half and half like, why are we doing
1: like but even in that sense i think like one thing i do recommend for everybody is the shrooms like definitely opens up your eyes the yeah I like i know you don't smoke i would say even if you drink tea like you could put shrooms in tea like i love tea and i would say love
0: tea
1: like if you're scared to do it just remember it comes from the earth like I don't think anything from the earth can hurt you unless it's been touched by man or man has really like affected it in a harmful way, like to make it like a poisonous or something like that. You feel me? Unless it's like poison ivy or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, like when I did it, it really changed my mentality and my outlook on life.
0: I was going to actually ask you, what are some, like, transform... Because you're talking about people who want to forget the past. What are some, like, transformative moments? Because you're not how you were in high school. Exactly. Um, I didn't know you well. But, like, I mean, like, it's not like you were... Because, as you said, like, you wish you were linking in. Like, You were on yeah. LinkedIn. You wish, like, you were doing these other things. Obviously, you don't regret your past. But it's just, like, you wish you had done these. So what were, like, these transformative moments?
1: Um, I'd say I had a lot of transformative moments. Was um, said a couple? Um, I did construction and... Like, I didn't have to do, be an apprentice or nothing like that, so I came off the gate making a good amount of money, and that was one of the transformative moments where I didn't like who I was, because I let the money control me, and I was young, I didn't really know how to manage my money, I was, like, 18, like, 40 an hour, 60 an hour off, um, over time, like, I was making a lot of money, and then, look like, I was surrounded by people my age who didn't even touch, like... At the time, what was minimum wage? Like, 12, 14? Yeah, like, they're not even touching 25 an hour. And, like, I just was kind of a dickhead. Like, I let the money consume me, and I pushed away some people I probably didn't need to push away. But, like, I got my—I sacrificed the money to be a better person, if you get what I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand construction wasn't for me, like, in the sense of, like, I didn't like who I would become if I stayed around some of those people that did construction. And I went. And did a lot of different work. I worked like in the medical field a little bit. I tried to like dip my head in everything so I could find what really worked for me, which brought me to my next transformative moment was uh, probably say, getting into a fight with one of my siblings, mm. and that was that was just like over the summer type thing. But mm. that made me learn how to rely within like myself. Like I'm not close on my mom, but that showed me I can not rely on her one person i've always been able to fall back is my dad like and i know not a lot of people have like the availability of having two parents or whatever but yeah. i feel like if you could just fall some ba- fall back on somebody that's like shows you they're genuine and here to support you like you should like you shouldn't be scared to you shouldn't be scared to have somebody to be there for you like but that the way my dad changed me got me into this mindset of really like focusing on my future but not overthinking it like it's it's good to have a plan for five years, but you have to understand that in five years you you probably won't want that same plan like
0: it probably you, won't be where you planned either. They, exactly
1: yeah like it's good to work by like day by day to an extent like focus on your on making small goals for yourself like I set a new goal for myself every two weeks instead of like focusing on my my goal from three years four years five years down the line if somebody were to ask me what do I want to do like for a career or 10 years down the line I'll tell you I don't want to do jack shit like <laughs> I don't there's no I don't that's one thing I hate about society I have no job that's appealing to me or anything like that cause at the end of the day I want to work for myself and help people like in the way I want to help people but I don't know That's that's been like my biggest transformative moment was yeah. with my dad what about you Aiyu?
2: I mean I've definitely had a few but um, I don't want to get in there I'm getting. Um, I'd probably say when I was working ballet and just you know, just thinking like oh, there's more to like what I can achieve than this, you know, just mm-hmm. being stuck in that little cycle, and then just taking the leap of faith, and then that's when I, I started from um, to get my license to you know, be like a life and health insurance uh, broker, and then um, just diving into that, going co- my job, and just trying to you know go all in. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'd probably say just some like my own like self-education that I've done, you know, like the past two years, cause I dropped out of school, just cause I didn't really see myself fitting in Like I don't know, it just wasn't really meshing. Some I don't know told me like I, I shouldn't be doing this right now, mm-hmm. and like I had other things to focus on. So um, just yeah, I just definitely say just, like diving into myself, trying to find who I really am, and just trying to educate myself on the things that I'm really most interested in rather than, like, trying to follow, your, follow a curriculum that I'm not interested in, you know?
0: Yeah, there's a couple things th- with what you just said. First, the idea of being, like, valet. I know, like, that's actually in a lot of movies. It's very symbolic. Like, yeah, I've you're, done ballet before, You know, like, you, you know you're, you're the one, you're putting all these cars away. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they're nice cars. Exactly. And you're looking at these nice cars, and you're saying cycle. You know what mm-hmm. you do? You drive, and, you know, in the movie, in the movie, mm-hmm. in the movie <laughs> you drive off the screen, mm-hmm. and then you drive back on the screen with the car it's all your job is that's that, that's yeah. who you are in this in this movie of life and you don't want to be that cycle in in, in life anymore you want to be mm-hmm. the person that drops the car off the camera follows in mm-hmm. the camera follows out and then someone brings you your car exactly so it's um it's pretty symbolic in that way too so it's re- very cool you say that but that's like that's like both of your starts in a lot of ways yeah i've, um, done, I've done a
1: lot of crazy jobs i've done uh, moving construction i've been a medical receptionist i've done valet I worked at a warehouse. Um, I don't know. I, I did a little bit of security. I done mad shit. 21 years old? 21 stuff? years old. You done bro. all this shit? All this shit, That's bro. crazy. Like.
0: See, I sat on my ass during COVID, so
1: I, mean, I yeah, feel like, really like really I, I missed
0: shit. out on some.
1: I feel like during COVID, it was as crazy as it sounds. I didn't get COVID only once in the beginning, though. <laughs> when I was in no construction. I didn't get
2: COVID so for
0: that one time.
1: Yeah, but I was outside during COVID because it was kind of peace, like not seeing totally, as much people yeah. on the road. Not as much people outside, like, it just makes you think about how society used to be, like, and that's what I hate about society, like, I think humans fucked up the mo- the moment we became, like, civilized within, like, tribes, like, mm-hmm. or even, like, connecting other countries, like, I feel like our priorities were more aligned before we had so many advancements te- technologically and things like that, but all those things benefited us, it was crazy, so.
0: Yeah. Pretty interesting. I would say, like, a lot of things with, um, like, my dad, he can't sit still, really. So, during COVID, he'd always, like, he'd, just, he'd be the one to go to get our groceries. Like, he'd be the one to do whatever. Like, he, if we needed something done outside, he would go do it because he needed to get out. He can't, like, sit still. So, but he said the same thing. He was like, you know what's funny? Like, there's no traffic, oh. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm walking. He's like, and I'm going through the store, and there's about three people in here with me. Two workers. And he's like, it's just like very peaceful. It's like, it's kind of, it feels like it should be that way, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. And you want to know why it feels that way? At least to me, we live in like cities or there's no one, you know, you're the only person. I got 36 square acres in my backyard, Literally. Like, you know, and that's like sick, but like, there's not enough people where you are. And then there's 3,600 tenants in my, in my apartment. There's 3,600 of you in this much space. Yeah, That's not good either. So if we all had our own proper, if we spaced ourselves out properly among amongst this this beautiful country we have, then like, maybe we'd be in a lot better shape. Maybe uh, that's the amount of people you're supposed to have per capita. It shouldn't be these big cities or like these massive ranges. Like Literally. Probably like there should be probably more, and more space, even <laughs> in these suburbs that like we live in Medford. I lived in Medford. Um, are you from Medford too? Where are you from? Walden. Malden yeah. same shit yeah. so like you know it's all the same but like that's too many people too there's still someone right to your right right to your left your shoulders are tucked you need space you need yeah. a yard I want to see some green especially yeah. I, I love to- grass
1: I lived all over mass type shit I didn't move to a till my Junior year of high school. Before that, I lived in Brockton.
0: Were you around, though? Like, was, Or um, did you really only, like...
1: I mean, I, like, because my pops used to live in Medford. And I've always, like... Right. Tevin is my cousin, so I used to always come out that's and him. That's your them. cousin? Yeah, what that's the my fuck? cousin, yeah. Like, crazy thing is, like... You guys lived together? Yeah, high school, junior year, yeah. I I, lived, I moved in with my cousins. That makes shit. sense. Before that, I lived in Brockton. Before that, I lived in uh, Marlboro. Before that, I lived in Waldan. Before that, I lived in Dorchester. I really, like, that's also why I feel like I'm so good at networking. I've met a lot of people, like, a lot of different experiences. A lot of restarts. Yeah. And I hated it, like, all them restarts, but it made me who I am, like, gave me mm-hmm. the opportunities I have now today. And I don't know, like, seeing how all these cities are so different, like, I've seen poor, poorer cities, richer cities. I've lived in, like, both. There's been times, like, yeah, I lived in a nice house, but I wasn't coming from the most wealth. There's been times I lived in the ugliest house and we could have the most money on the block, right?
0: Sometimes you got to have Tevin sleeping in the next to you, and you're like, where's the food at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you feed Tevin? I was thinking about that, like, with my friends, honestly, because all my friends, like, a lot of people that are here, like, they, they're from Medford, they know Tevin. You know Tevin? Yeah. Yeah, fucking, how, do you, how could you miss him? Yeah. He's just like, I just imagine, because he's always been this big, like, always been that big since he was a kid. Uh-huh. Like, how do you feed this kid? What do you, how do you clothe them? Like, how, do you, how do you do
1: this? Crazy thing is, like, so you've seen, you know Donovan too, right? Of course. Yeah, that's Donovan. our other cousin too, yeah. so. Like, if you think about it, it's a house He's full a of. He's yeah, a beast. It's a house <laughs> full of, like, six, like, one, six, four, six, six, grown man. Even his little brother is now, like, probably, like, six, three, six, four, whatever.
0: Right. Like. Wait, really?
1: Yeah, like, he got wow. big too, like, I don't, I don't know how tall he is, to be honest, but I know, like. He big now. It was, a, it was a lot of men in that house. <laughs> For real. A lot of men in that house. Like, oh my all God. of us taller than our parents. It's like crazy to think about how they were able to feed us so well. Like. I'm just
0: saying, like, yo, like, fucking, there's no way. Because I think of how much I eat. Like, honestly, you guys would be fucking shocked if you saw the food. Like, I go to the dining hall in Lowell sometimes, it's only 10 bucks to get in. And, like, that's... I only go there if I'm fucking starving. Because I know there's nothing in my house that could really feed me properly. If I go out to eat, I'm spending 30 bills. I ain't doing that. So, I need to go to the dining hall. I'll go to the dining hall. I'll get, like, two slices of pizza. A burger. A chicken sandwich. Uh, French fries. We'll get, like, a little thing of yogurt so I can get feel good about myself. Whatever they got, like, the true balance. It'll be, like, some, some meat and yeah. rice. And then they'll have a little, uh, like, little like sauce. Like, um, not sauce. Like, soup. Like, soup. pasta type yeah. shit. I'll eat all that, and then on the way out, I'm grabbing an ice cream. I mean, I, I'm not into desserts, but I, I definitely can eat for sure. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, as skinny as I am, it's most definitely nah. It makes sense. People like,
0: built like you can eat. Yeah. Have you noticed that in your life? Yeah, like, I've noticed that. A like lot. six two, like pretty skinny. Pretty like you know. At, once you get to this age, it's like man skinny. So it's like yeah. it's not even skinny. It's thin. Like,
1: yeah, you're slim and
2: now.
0: I'm like. I'm at the age where I'm like, yo, I kind of want to watch
1: my, my weight because I see the, once you get that like 24, 25, there's no, there's no return on
0: that. Like. No, for, <laughs> for real. I was looking at myself in the mirror today and I was like, listen, I look, I feel like I look, I started going to the gym like a year ago and I look better than I've ever looked in my life by far. But it's like, I was looking now and I was looking the other day and I was like, hold oh, up, like I ate a little bit more this past two weeks and I went to the gym a little less and I can literally see it. That's never how it was. First, like. 18 years of your life. Literally. Didn't fucking matter. You could do whatever the hell you wanted. I went to Wendy's every day. Literally.
1: I used to work at Wendy's too. You used to work at Wendy's? <laughs> the one right at all, um, the balded, red for, no. like, lies, Dude, literally. You know how
0: many times you probably handed food to me outside that window?
1: I, 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 I remember handing it to, like, a bunch of high school. I used to tell people in the group chat, so like, yo, you want free food? Come, I got you. No. Like whatever.
0: Right should have yeah We should have been friends in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got free Wendy's. That that's, a, a, that's a link. That's a connection should, right there. That, that was
1: like a little bit of junior year, senior year. And then I went into the move-in, but that was nice. Like I gained
0: a healthy amount of weight. Now, you left at a good time, though, because it started to smell like shit in there. Yeah, they, they changed up the whole staff and everything. Oh, and wrong. whoever works there now smells like shit. Sure, yeah, I'm I, telling you. I, mean, I, I don't go to that Wendy's. No more. I don't even I eat fast got. food anymore, to be real. Like, You're out on the fast food.
1: Not, not Dude, for real. Like, how like, do you do it? I got to be 2 a.m. drunk to eat fast food. <laughs> like, but so, like, I, mean I
0: only have so three times a week, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just know. the weekends, just the weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, honestly, um, I'm getting to the aspect of life, like, why should I wait till I'm older to promote better health, like, a better way of living, like, it's true. why would I wait till I'm 40 to be like, yo, I should start eating home-cooked meals more often than eating out, like, mm. and the way I think is, like, yo if you're my age or you're in high school you're spending 30, 40 bucks a day just buying weed alone like that's dude just, just weed and how do you how are you really funding it like if you think about it like, <laughs> that's what like, I wonder like, like, listen
0: I've never I've never purchased weed in my life imagine how much money you'd save just imagine like even today
2: probably like 40, 50,000 uh, 40, nah, i 50, nah,
1: probably spent like yeah over my course of life so far i probably spent like fifty six dollars a week
0: so that's the thing like i just straight up haven't done that so it kind of i guess in a way it kind of just made me a little not lazy but like i didn't have to like i, I everyone else was like getting these jobs and working so much and i was like why are you guys working so much mm-hmm. like, it didn't really hit me until like maybe like senior year and i was like oh wait a second junior yeah. year i was like wait a second these guys need to buy probably alcohol. forty dollars a week forty dollars a week a, a week and mm-hmm. then about twenty dollars in alcohol Exactly. And then Uber, Uber food, $20, $40. Bucks. Like, food, like when they're drunk at 2 a.m. Whereas me, you know, I'm paying for gas and then to, to and from practice literally, and dropping mm. Tevin out. That's about it. Yeah. And it takes, hey, having Tevin in your whip, it, it, it makes the, the gas, gas run a little. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't understand that size. You're slowing down the car. <laughs>
0: <But>. <laughs> you want to hear something funny, actually? My car is low. and It's not a low rider. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's a Toyota Corolla. It's a brown Toyota Corolla. Um, 2002. And I was sitting in the, in the uh, whatever, driver's side. And there was one, was a couple of my small teammates got in on the right side, back right side of our, of our whip. And it kind of, I weighed it down a little bit, then they weighed it back. And then Tevin decides to get into the, my side on the back seat. My door was open. He sat down. My door hit the fucking ground, <laughs> and, and I didn't even like tell him. I just kind of like, yanked it loose, and I kind of had to wiggle right to like give the car a little momentum so it would close. I didn't even let him know. I feel like honestly I'm kind of exposing Tevin. To Actually, that.
1: Uh, I got a memory for Tevin uh, when go. I had the Mercedes. Um, he broke my seat, the passenger seat. <laughs> not. It's not because he's like. Uh, exceptionally large or anything like nah. he's, a, he's a pretty fit person for his size nowadays
2: he's, he looks real good yeah he's he looks really real good. in
1: shape but like i don't know how he did it um like it was like a 2011 mercedes whatever um if you know like the electrical seats i guess it might have yeah. been his weight or something just broke the the thing so he moved the seat all the way up and it just never went back after that like
0: he moved it all the way up
1: like 'Cause we were we had mad people in my car at the time. Oh, like right, Donovan, right, right. like a bunch oh my, of other yeah, All the all the big dudes. Yeah. These big motherfuckers. And it just it just never went back after that.
0: So you you played football, right? Yeah. How did you play both years or oh, just senior year? Just senior year. I wanted to play football so bad. I would have got cracked though. But I got that I got grit though. I would have been nice.
1: i be, I've played football my whole life, to be real, like pop water and shit. I'm mm-hmm. actually I think like, because before I ever even played football, I used to come watch me and my older brother at the, like, Pop Warner games and stuff. Right, I played right. freshman, sophomore year. Like, the only time I didn't play was junior year. Like, that was the only time I didn't do any sports or whatever. You
2: were transferring in, though, right? And yeah, so,
0: I, I came in, like, a little bit late. So, so, I mean, probably just getting yourself acclimated. That makes sense. You played hoop? Yeah. Did you play all high school or just a little bit? Uh, just a little bit until, like, junior year. Are you a twin? Nah. Uh, <laughs> I knew. I feel like I played these. because I, I played Malden obviously, uh, and I feel like I remember. Uh, maybe I did play you.
2: Nah. I, I look familiar to you. B C High. BC High. Ah.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Because these two, there's These twins on Malden. This is now it all makes sense. Because so the twins on Malden that don't they don't look like you. Like you're in better shape than these people, but you never know what someone could could have changed. Like they yeah, had man. different hair. About your height though. And, like, they kind of look like it. But, like, they had, like, different hair. Like, the hair was up. But, like, you know, all, you're a haircut and, like, 50 pounds heavier away from being those kids. So, like, just Even to think I'm about confused. the
1: last time you seen me, I probably didn't look the same at all. Your hair was different. Yeah. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but I, I feel know, like Afro. commenting
0: on the hair is a very, like, white thing to do. So nah. I, I refuse I, to I do I love when shit. people
1: notice, like, I got dreads now. Whatever. I know. It
0: but looks like, good. I noticed yeah. the hair right away. I, honestly, that was one of the first things I was going to start the podcast and be like, hey, we got a new cut. But I feel like it's just, like. A thing like you can't. I I don't like to comment on like like black people's hair. I mean, cause it's just like cause then there's like, you know that thing that yeah, like, thing? It's like, like especially like, when
1: like people be like oh yo let me touch like your hair and see what it I feels brought. like. But I like <laughs> maybe in the past it used to get me annoyed or whatever. But now I understand like people just don't share the same experience and straight with, up like, don't have that, that hair, hair. You know, yeah, like i, they, shape, don't have I wake hair. up every day with this type of hair somebody wakes up every day with like silky different smooth hair Or whatever exactly. the fuck like, this
0: is going on in my head and like
1: i don't i don't know i feel like sometimes just society's too harsh on shit like that yeah, like, you see just,
0: what jimmy butler did at uh, his media yeah, day yeah
1: I, I didn't like that he put was in those well, log, hard, those yeah, extensions yeah. which
0: is hilarious cuz that's media day so it's the only picture they have Officially, of him, they yeah. use that picture for every all the promotional material. Material He has it, mm-hmm. and then on his fantasy fancy basketball, his picture, he's got it. It's the fucking funniest mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen. It was ugly as fuck, but yeah. he knew that he was doing it on purpose. He ended up taking it out, yeah, yeah he took, took it out, out. Oh, he a took day out. later. Even, day later, I ain't even know, mad funny dude. Do you guys you follow Fine. any hoop? No,
1: yeah. no, a little, I mean, mean, not as much as I used to. Like, I haven't been following sports, I'm, just, I'm literally business mm, mode right that,
0: now. Working. if it ain't about yeah, networking you ain't doing it literally if it's
1: not about giving me the right steps for my future this is where doors, you lose abe yeah this, like, this is where I you lose him. him.
0: he's shaking his head no he's like if i ain't watching all the games
1: literally, literally
2: probably that's how you're you watching, watching all, all the games ones. nah big i watch celtics highlights fan? when i can uh, yeah i mean i'm not a big team person i'm more like a player person but obviously i, Who's I, I your like player? the celtics uh my favorite one all-time lebron okay, okay. kevin durant's okay. better
0: kevin durant yeah
2: a Kd guy. Yeah, even though he's he's, he's slimy and feisty, he's better. <laughs> nah, but I mean, if we're talking about basketball overall, like all aspects, he has no defense. Like, uh, man, that's the, that's, debatable. that's debatable. I mean, he Slam, has defense Slam. for someone who's six eleven. but like obviously, he just like puts his arms up. But he's a better know. scorer than LeBron, in my yeah. opinion. That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't say it wasn't him. I'm just talking I'm, about
1: all around. All around, I mean. I feel like there's a lot of LeBron meat riding to be real. Like,
0: <laughs> well, the issue with LeBron, LeBron is mm-hmm. the issue with LeBron is um he passes really well, which makes people think like oh, he's just like the perfect player. Like if you can pass and score, it's just like, oh, like you're doing everything. But and he plays good defense too, yeah. obviously. It's great IQ, he can pass, he's, he's great at everything. It's true, but like it's not like his dribbling is bad. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah he ain't got no, he no, no tools bag. in the bag.
2: Mm-hmm. There's no bag. He's him. He's like forty. I mean, nah, even when smooth. he was young, bro. Even nah. when he was young, he had no dribble skills. It was this. Literally, he was like, shoulders. So Listen, nah, he I feel like once he got to Miami, he lost it. But I feel like nah, even even his rookie, nah, even, even he, was his rookie, nah, nah bro. he
1: was smooth. He's just he was just fat. He was the most athletic person on the court.
0: And I think Also athletic person on the planet. Yeah, and I
1: think, I think Giannis, if he gets any more rings, he's gonna like eclipse yeah, Yeah. Impossible. I'm sorry, Giannis is way more gifted than, than gifted. LeBron. You mean, like, physically?
2: Physically, yeah. athletically, like... Bro, yeah, like, athletically, is debatable. I mean, he's taller, and he, he doesn't really jump that much higher. I mean, than LeBron at his peak, I doubt it. LeBron
0: at his peak, peak is a peak fucking peak. freak, dude. He was a freak. Yeah. It's like, you ever seen that video of him catching that alley-oop when he was on the Cavs? You know, mm-hmm. like, the blue, yeah, the blue and, jersey, blue... And he jumps up it's to like, get it. The crowd's faces, they're all like... It's almost like they're looking at something fake. I... Actually, what happened, this is funny because something like this happened to me in a basketball game. So, I I was a defender. I would just defend everybody. That's like, you put me on the best guy or second best guy, typically. Didn't matter the position. So, this guy was like a forward. He kind of looked like a lot like you. one, mm. like uh, very, a good athlete. He was just like, just, but like lanky, but like he was obviously good. And then and he was strong, too, even though he was like lanky, he was strong. I remember... So I had to go. I was pressing up on him, and they're inbounding the ball from the sideline. On the, they're on offense, and the kid like had someone like one of our guys was in his face, kind of like making sure he couldn't get the ball. And he was just looking, didn't know what to do. Saw the best player, throws it, it goes up, and it keeps going up, and I was like, oh, that's way out. Like no one's gonna catch yeah. that. And then like this dude's like balls were I at my fucking <laughs> forehead. He was so high in the air, and his knee was like here. I didn't know you could jump that high. Like it was, he was like just kept going too. Caught it with one hand, palmed it, and then brought it back down like right down here, like right at the half court line. And uh, I didn't really know what was happening at the time because like I was just guarding him. I was too busy. I was too locked in. When we got to film the next day like i could see everyone on the bench was like like jumped like our coach was like ah. oh like he was like everyone just looked like like i was about to get cooked mm. i did get cooked but then um i was so i was like i'm watching it and he just like these people that are like really gifted athletically he's jumping high like how do you how do you make up for that like i was never born being able to jump that high. i could, i dunked like one ball in my life but like is it and I but my legs are bigger than these people like he's a, he's a skin guy, thin guy. does it like is it you're just born with that?
1: No, nah, I think you can be born with certain gifts, but if you never put in the hard work, you'll never really get to the That's true. max potential of them gifts and you could be born born with no gifts, and you could be the hard like Jimmy Butler for right. example
0: he saw he he, he he literally <laughs>
1: knew he wasn't he was never the best or whatever, but he always said he was going to be the hardest worker like and he worked to get to the league like for real. like mm-hmm. I remember when he was on the bulls. In and, uh, and the way beginning. Yeah, way bench, beginning. Bench guy. Exactly. D-Rose time. And he ended up bringing the heat to the finals, whatever. Like, it's crazy to think about.
0: I would have never thought that would happen. It's kind of like if, like, fucking, I don't even know. Like, I mean, Jalen Brown's kind of had that type of ascent in a lot of ways. Like, remember his rookie year? Drafted third, true. But he was just kind of like a guy, you know? Like, he was just kind of like a good athlete. Like, could defend. Wasn't really shooting much. Honestly, I think him and JT are on the same... Same level. level.
1: And I feel like he just gets caught behind JT's limelight a lot. I feel like JT's just... They just made him the face of the Celtics, but it could also be JV.
0: Yeah, I I mean, hey, because the thing is, people like, oh, well, Jason Tatum hits those clutch shots at the end. I'm like, well, they're giving it to him. Literally. If Byron had the ball, he'd probably hit the same volume of clutch shots. If anything, I think he could probably hit more because he's a better shot creator. Mm -hmm. People don't realize this. Like, I mean, Tatum can... For a three, I guess Tatum sidesteps kinda of ridiculous. But for a mid range, like if you just need a point, you need points. You can give it to JB. I think Brown's more likely to get you points on a possession on a possession possession basis, because he can pull up the mid range and like he gets so much space on it, but he can also get to the hoop and he goes in hard. Like Tatum flails and shit. You know shit. what this
1: makes me think about? That um Jalen Brown uh Blake Griffin during the, the playoff series when they were kinda at that little one one on one like JB yeah. was going he off, cooking him. like he was he cooking was in them threes that he drove in on them. Then he hit him with the midi. Like, nice. I mean, he did pass it to JT, but JT was just in the corner, like putting up them threes. Like that's him getting his points. You from me, but like JV was really leading the offense, like taking it up the court, making things happen. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for it.
0: He don't. He don't. I think, and also they both the, what they both have. I wish that they were a little different. They're so similar in like maybe not style of how they do it, but. Their box score looks the same. It's like a lot of points, good amount of rebounds. Tatum gets a little more rebounds. And then, um, like, three assists, four assists apiece. I wish that – and then, like, also, like, two, three turnovers apiece for both of them. I wish that one of them was, like, really good with the ball, like, really good ball security, good distributor. It averaged, like, 20 points yeah. instead of them being legit the same exact player, just, like, copy and paste yeah, with, like a little, with, like, two inches less and more athleticism. I think that that kind of bothers me. But – um Okay, so right now, how, how long do you think we've been going for? Like an hour. Hour yeah. 15. It's been an hour okay. 15. This is usually around the time I wrap. Yeah, that's fine. I wrap up. But I will say, like, since you've had a lot of insight today, Jay, what is something that you would like to say to, to, to people? Like, um,
2: if
1: you're boring. watching this, you're sitting on your ass, why don't you come in here, talk about yourself, and talk about your experiences. And if you don't want to do it, find somebody that will. It's always good to hear how other people live and what they've been through and some of the faults they might have had and some of the successes they might have had.
2: Right, right. You got anything to say, Yeah, I mean, if you're watching this and you're kind of stuck, i definitely say looking at um, self-development and just always being someone who's learning, always be a student of everything, you know? And always look. I also recommend looking into the ways of the stoicism as it's like an approach to life. It's like a uh, philosophy. And then um, also, if you're interested in becoming your own bank and learning how you can really leverage and become more financially stable, you can hit me up on IG at OVO. Abe or at, call me at like 617-407-9989. Hit hey. the kid up. That's self-endorsement self right there. Oh,
1: and I also recommend um, the Europe program for anybody that wants to develop themselves professionally. Like, talking buy- about business etiquette, Project management, IT skills, whatever. Like, if you just want a different experience and don't want to work that minimum wage job for the rest of your life, join the program. It's only a year.
0: Amazing, amazing. How was y'all experience on the on the on the dogcast? I
1: enjoyed it a lot. It was it was a nice experience. I would recommend anybody to come on here. Give my boy some content.
0: Right, dude. Nice to come here and kick it, smoke a little bit of weed, Cow- and then it's just, it's a quick, it's a simple time. It's a lot of fun. I had a ball, Jay. My,
2: My man. Yeah, you're nice good, brother. You. So, nice seeing pleasure. you.